Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. So, what's today? It's September 3rd. September already. Happy yep. September, everybody. Yeah. Um, and let's see. We just finished game week four. Interesting game week. And by interesting, I mean horrible. Yes. Just absolutely brutal. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. But first off, thank you guys for going to the Let's Talk Soccer page on Instagram. It's just at Let's Talk Soccer. As easy as it sounds. And uh, we have over 25,000 followers. If you're not one of them, please become one and tell your friends, your coworkers, your family, and even random strangers. Yep. Stranger danger. Right? Yep. All right. So let's go into game week four here. First up, we take a look at the team with the highest amount of points, and that is 104 points. They played bench boost. So not not a huge score. Last week was like in the, I think, 136 or something yeah. like that maybe. Um, and just so everyone knows, the average is 44, and we came in somewhere under that. Um, but... Um, oh, here's something interesting, too, looking at this person's team. They made nine transfers, so negative 32 points. So this was all in an effort to get the high score for the week, which this person did. So mission accomplished. Um, but where did these 104 points come from, you ask? Well, Josh will let us know. All right, so in goal, they did have Allison. Would have been a clean sheet if he didn't make a mistake. Oh, my so. God. That would have gone up to uh, that was terrible. 108. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but Allison got three. Holabas, his star man, got 10. Yep. His defense did pretty well. Uh, Alonzo with nine, and also Mendy with five. And then you also had Steve Cook with one. Uh, Treore uh, of Wolves got eight. He captained Mane, which got him 20. Ruben Neves with three. Hazard with 11. Firmino with seven. And Aguero with six. On his bench, he had Rui Patricio uh, with seven, and he his jersey's kind of odd. He's a goalkeeper, but wears number 11, hmm. which it just confused me. Yeah. Uh, Vestergaard of Southampton with five, Conte with two, and Troidini. Troidini. All right, well, congratulations to that person. Um, I'm sure their overall rank is going to go way, way down because of the negative yeah. uh, 32 uh, points deducted, but, um, you know. Congratulations on that. All right, so we mentioned the average was 44. The most captained player for Game Week 4 was Aguero, and he didn't quite deliver despite the history that he's had against Newcastle, including um, a hat trick last year against them. Um, So that was unfortunate, and hopefully this prolonged um, international break will allow him to rest up and, and get focused and get back to business. So... As I just mentioned, uh, their game week five does not happen for two weekends. So um, you have a little time to relax and tinker, and we're going to talk about wild card in a minute because probably most people are thinking about theirs right now if they haven't already used it. All right. What does the game week four dream team look like, Gary? I'm glad you guys asked. Josh will let us know. All right. So it's, it's quite low, but only 120 points in total. Yeah. Uh, Joe Hart uh, was the keeper with 10 points, Cedric with 12, K- 
Cathcart uh, of Watford with 11, and also his teammate Holobos with 10, and then Kyle Walker with 10. In the midfield, uh, three, uh, Hazard with 11, Mane with 10, and Sterling with 10. And then up top, all of these players should get 12 points, Glenn Murray, Lacazette, and Lukaku. Yes, uh, Lacazette looked good. The combo of he and Alba looked pretty sharp. Uh, Lukaku was on his game. Um, speaking of Sterling, I just saw that he pulled out of England camp uh, with, I don't know if it was a strained back, some sort of a back issue. Um, so that'll be something that we'll need to keep an eye on, and we'll certainly update as we follow that. Uh, the top transfers in this week, uh, let's see. So we had our buddy... Um, Walcott come in, and he was the most transferred in player. Of course, that makes sense with Richarlison being out for two games. That was the easiest replacement, same team, in good form, about the same price, same position, right. All of it just sort of made sense, and he left the game early. Yep. And I think he got one point? Yep. Awesome. So a lot of people, a lot of people were pretty happy about that. Let's see what our team, as painful as this is going to be, I think it's time for us to look at our game week four team. And I'll take you guys through this one. All right, because this is a a bitter pill to swallow. 33 points, guys. Um, Thankfully, our overall rank, we're still below 1 million or above 1 million, I guess. Yeah. so that's good. All right. Um, in goal, we had Ederson with two points. Our back three, Mendy had five. Robertson had five and one. Basaka had zero, which was fantastic. Um, we had five midfielders. Mkhitaryan with just one. Sala with just two. Erickson with two. Walcott with one. And Stevens with one. He was on our bench, but um, Zaha didn't play. So Stevens was automatically subbed in. Aguero was our captain with 12 and King with two. This is, I mean, it just hurts to read this. Um, If you haven't guessed it already, yes, we are going to play our wild card. We're still tinkering around with it some. We will definitely post maybe a couple different versions of of teams and let you guys sort of weigh in and we can do, do some things. Related to that, and uh, hopefully that also generates some good discussion. And of course, if people are using their wild cards and are putting together teams and want us or uh, and or our community to weigh in, DM us. Um, I think that you've probably seen by now we either post your stuff or personally respond to just about everything. Um, yeah. I would say that we're pretty good about that. Um, and if we don't, it's, um, no offense. We just sometimes can't get, there's just two of us. So we can't get to everything. And we do get a lot of messages. I've posted this before and I've mentioned it in the previous podcast too. We will post teams. We're happy to do that. But if teams start looking fairly identical to each other, we can't keep posting basically the same team over and over again. So go back, look at our recent posts, see if, one of the teams we've already posted looks like your team, um, and you may get the answers you want right there. So yeah. teams that are unique enough to spark some conversation around um, is what we're looking for. Okay. 
<clears throat> let's talk a little bit about game week five. We have a whole week um, until our next podcast to really go deep on game week five and talk strategy and stuff. But um, some things to know about your wild card. When you activate your wild card, you are not deducted any points. It's permanent, meaning you go back to the sor- sort of normal uh, weekly free transfer. Uh, your team doesn't change back to the way it was pre wild card like the free hit chip does free hit is just for one game week and then it bounces back to the team you had prior to using that chip wild card is more permanent you get another one um at the beginning of january so you use two um now if you are just making a couple of changes i don't know that that is wild card worthy you know if you're going to take a negative four or maybe even a negative eight hit I don't think that's that big of a deal. I mean, unless you're, you know, uh, in the top ten in the world. Um, you don't really need to. No, I don't I don't think that's a big deal. So um, another important thing is don't freak out. I've said that on probably the last five or six podcasts. You had one bad game week. If you think the players you have can and will do better, then stick with them. Yeah. Make a couple of tweaks here and there maybe. Um, now there have been some injuries and some suspensions, so that will definitely play a role in some things, but, um, you know, slow and steady wins the race as they say. All right. So what, what can you be doing between now and probably next week when you really, really need to start putting a team together if you're playing your wild card? Definitely look at the FDR. So that's, again, fixture difficulty ranking. It's a scale from 1 to 5 that the Premier League does, or Fantasy Premier League does, 1 being the easiest fixture or matchup and 5 being the hardest. So look at those. And we do have a list um, that we'll get to in a minute of, um, of some of the more favorable matchups over the next two game weeks that teams have. Um with the wild card or any transfers for that matter, <clears throat> you got to be careful about price changes. Um, there are some very in-demand players whose prices are going to go up. Uh, demand is really, really what dictates uh, price changes. So someone like Alonzo, I think his price has gone up four times already because people just more and more people want him. Uh, and then you have players who drop because um, people ditch them. So yeah. a lot of people probably dumped Richarlison. His price may go down, and you may get him at his original price. You know, when he comes back in a couple weeks, um, or he may even be, you know, a tenth of a, you know, a tenth lower yeah. than that. So just be be aware of that. But if you are trying to beat price increases, then there's a little more of sense of urgency of of putting your team together. Um, the good thing, though, with your wild card is that um, you know you can you don't have to finalize it just yet. Um, you can tinker with it and tinker with it, and you don't get deducted points. It's just sort of uh, you know in uh, on pause until you you pull that final trigger. <clears throat> um, one other bit of advice I mentioned a couple of things not to do. First is don't freak out. The second is look out for bandwagon. Um, just because a player has a really good game, especially a player that sort of out of the blue has a really good game, like Glenn Murray, 
yeah, for instance, um, you know, and he is, he is, you know, able to have a, a brace here and there throughout the season, but you know, doesn't mean that, that he's going to be scoring doubles, um, every week in and week out. Right. So just, you know, look at those fixture matchups, look at how this person's performing. If he's an attacker, then how many chances created, uh, how many shots has this person taken relative to, to others? We've been posting these sort of compare and contrast, um, images that we've found on Twitter, uh, which have been great, but they show one player versus another player. So hopefully those are helping everybody. Yeah. And if you, if you don't want to get super specific, specific about stuff, you can always check out the ICT index, yes. their threat, creativity. Yep. Those are also really good stats to check yep. out. Absolutely. All right, so here's some players. So we've sort of put together a little bit of a watch list for ourselves, and that's something else that you can do too if you're planning on making major changes to your team. But um, here's who is on our watch list. Marcus Alonso, first and foremost. Yeah. We, we haven't gotten him yet, and we're regretting it, so he will be on our team. He's a must-have. <clears throat> uh, Mendy is too, I think. Yeah. Um, especially with the fixtures that Man City has coming up. Uh, Trippier. Yep. Now, he didn't do much this past game week, but, but he will. And Spurs have some nice fixtures coming up a little further down the road. So I think Trippier is one of those players that better to get him now when he's six, still $6 million mm-hmm. than when he's going to be 6.1, 6.2 uh, in the future. Mitrovic, yeah. um, he is a player that can score goals. He's played in the Premier League before. Um, he's cheap. I think he's maybe like 6.3 mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so he's cheap. So he's definitely on our... On our list, you know, for us, it's kind of between him and Arnautovic, I think, in that third striker role. Um, Hazard. Now, Hazard is spotty. He has, you know, a game of of excellence and then followed by a game of just, it's not, it's like he didn't even play. So, you may just have to, uh, you know, enjoy the good times and just sort of hang through the bad times with Hazard. Yeah. Uh, Both Aubameyang and Lacazette. They're both not going to start all the time, but um, they showed some promise. They worked really well together, and who knows? Maybe Emery will uh, play them up top together more often than not. Yeah, they're, <clears throat> especially their chemistries together. Yeah. It looks better than most strike forces. Yes, yes. Um, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Robertson. He's also pretty much a must-have. Yeah, <clears throat> he is. Um and then I mentioned him earlier about Arnautovic. Uh, even though West Ham isn't doing awesomely um, and they have some tough fixtures to have, Arnautovic, if anybody's going to score for that team... It's going to be him. It's going to be him. Um, and then lastly, I mentioned that we were going to talk through some favorable FDRs. So these will be for game weeks five and six. Um, first up is Arsenal, who we just mentioned. Um I won't name the teams that they're playing, but I'll just tell you what the FDRs are. Um, game week five is a three, and game week six is a two. Bournemouth, a lot of affordable players there. Uh, Josh King, Callum Wilson, um, Begovic in goal. He's our second goalkeeper on our team. You know, Defensively, they have some players that can get the job done. Um, their FDRs are three and three, so not too shabby there. And then I think even further out than that, they're also pretty favorable. Burnley, two and three. So game week five, the FDR is a two. And in game week six, it's a three. Um, probably more so defensively with their players than anything else. Chelsea, 
who are starting to find some form. They're undefeated. Um, so I think they found it. Uh, two and a three. Definitely. Game weeks five and six. Definitely look at um, Alonzo on that one if you don't yes. have him already. Yep. And, you know, if you can figure out what's going through Sari's head uh, with either Pedro or Willian, take your chances. Definitely a good investment if it pays off. <clears throat> Crystal Palace. Lake Chelsea and Burnley has a two and a three. Um, Zaha is reportedly out for maybe up to four weeks, so just keep an eye on that. But hopefully he's not. Um, but Juan Basaka um, and Hennessy and Goal, they have some potential back there. Um, Huddersfield, also two and a three. Pretty decent. Just yep. y- when you uh, pick from Huddersfield, you really just have to uh... – Kind of just go with your gut on who you yeah. think is going to perform for them yeah. because they're uh, not the greatest of teams, but no. they usually have one or two players that will come up eventually. And, and probably more bench score. players. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're affordable and they can get you some points, especially if they're coming off the bench. Um, Leicester City, a three and a two in game weeks five and six. I think they're yet to find their form, um, but it may be sooner than later. Uh, Man City, two and two of all the teams that we're listing here, they have the best, and they're also FDR probably coming up. the best. Yeah, uh, they can definitely anywhere on the field, quite honestly. Uh, except that midfield, you just don't know who's going to play and when and for how long. So be careful there. And then Manchester United, who had a great game over the weekend, they looked sharp <clears throat> um, despite a little confrontation from Rashford, but. What is he? He's 20 now. Yeah. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll cool down a little bit. Um, but they have a, uh, FDR of three in game week five and a FDR of two in game week six. It's not too bad. No, not too bad at all. Um, like I said, we're going to post some versions of our team coming up here on Instagram, which is just at let's talk soccer. <clears throat> Let's quickly, before we leave, let's go through some what used to be your favorite segment here, injuries and bans. Do you want to um, just sort of cherry pick some of the uh, more notable ones of sure. who's going to be out and for how long? Yep. Maybe? Uh, yeah. So, Charlie Daniels, knee injury, 75%. Uh, Pascal Gross, our buddy, has an ankle injury, 75% chance of playing. Missed a penalty kick. Yep. And... And then Rashford, as we said, he'll be suspended until the 29th of September. Wow, he's out for a long time. A while. Uh, Walcott has a rib injury, but by the time uh, that the international break ends, I would have to think he would be back. Yeah. A groin injury, only a 50% chance of playing for Zaha. Yeah. Things I've been I've been hearing, he's probably not going to play. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think so, which is a big loss um, because he's a great player to have. But his price will probably go down. I think he's at, you know, 7 or 7 point, maybe 7.1. Um, so he will probably <clears throat> drop some. And then, of course, we'll keep an eye on what's going on with Sterling. Yep. Too. I think that's going to do it. Yeah. For right now, guys. So we'll hit you back um, a week from now with... Really in-depth Game Week 5 strategy talk. All right, guys. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.